In a world where truth is suppressed, information is censored, and alternative ideas are silenced, one group refuses to be muzzled. Despite shadow bans on social media, low downloads, and crickets on Patreon, one group refuses to be a mainstream media puppet. Today, we honor that one group, the heroes of the cannabis airwaves. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the Podcasters. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us and welcome back. We have another great show in store for you today. Kevin Carrillo is here to talk about his podcast, Cannabinoid Connect. Kevin, welcome to the show. Dan, thank you so much for having me. It's nice to be on the other side of the table here. <laughs> well, I'm really happy to have you, and I'm happy to reciprocate for having me on your show a couple months ago. And it was actually during that interview that we talked about this concept of this show, and you gave me a couple really great ideas, including having the guest share a personal cannabis story. So under the heading of no good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You tell us their story. Well, first off, congratulations on this show. You moved fast, Dan, and we did talk about it and it's come to fruition. So congratulations. It's a great concept. My personal story, and we kind of talked about it off air. It was 2017 New Year's and we're at a bar and we're ready for the fireworks. This particular bar had a really big outside patio. And sometimes my friends and I, when we feel a little loose with the alcohol or even the cannabis that we smoked earlier, we get a little risky, right? We think, yeah, well, maybe we'll just light this joint in this corner over here or we'll hit this vape pen and no one will find out. So we got really, really courageous and ballsy one night. And that night of New Year's, right before the uh, the fireworks went off and the ball dropped, we just decided to light up a joint where we were sitting. And my best friend walked to the bathroom. So it was a matter of probably five minutes. And it was like a swarm of bees. Like we were at our table, our booth, and we had about five people come up after they smelt it immediately. And they were like, hey, can you pass that? Do you mind passing it this way? And so we had this real communal type experience. Everybody's hanging out. My one other friend actually got his New Year's kiss from the girl that he met during that circle of passing the joint. And so after that ended, everybody flocked away. We left after it was gone. And a police officer saw the joint burning in the ashtray, said, you can't be doing that. You guys got to go. And I was like, hey, someone lit it up. And we sat down and we all enjoyed it. And the guy took off. He left. He's gone. And (laughs) so the police officer was like, well, okay, well, don't be doing that anymore. You can't be doing that. That's illegal. And so he leaves. My best friend comes back from the bathroom and I'm like, dude, you missed the whole thing. I, in a matter of five minutes, it was like relationships were built. We did, took a risky move. People got together and were communal and then boom. That is a classic story. You're right. It brings everybody together. We've talked about this on some of our other shows is how this is the one thing that sort of everybody agrees on and it's real communal. Let's jump ahead and let's talk a little bit about your show. One of the things that has impressed me so much about what you're doing is just how many episodes you've done in such a short period of time. You're closing in on 200 episodes. And for the other podcasters that listen to this show, it's sometimes a struggle for people to get big name guests. What's your secret? 
First and foremost, I got to just give it up to the industry. Right now, as we know, we're so new and, and at the kind of forefront of what's to come federally. But everybody's so open and willing to just share knowledge and to do different podcasts with each other. And it's, so that's very community based in that way. So I've been very appreciative. There's no egos in this industry right now. Everyone's willing to help because we all have one common goal. The other thing is just as I get guests, I kind of will ask afterward if you have anybody in your network that you think would be good or would be a good fit for the show, feel free to send recommendations. And if they've had a good experience with you on your podcast, and if you've done your job, they're going to be more than willing to. And, and the last thing I'll say is I got to give a shout out to to Rosie Matteo and, and the Matteo communications team, because they have also helped in a lot of ways with some of the big guests that I've had. And those are the, some of their clients. And so again, we're all after the same goal, which is education, and just informing the masses as to what's happening right now in this industry, because Dan, it's moving at light speed. It's crazy. It is crazy. That's a really good advice about working with some of the publicists. I know Matteo is just awesome. There's a bunch of other ones that we work with. CMW that, Media is another one that we got to call out. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that makes it makes a big difference. Well, speaking of big names, uh, you brought a clip from an interview that you did with a Pennsylvania state senator. Can you tell us what we're about to hear? Sure. Yes. Senator Sharif Street out of Pennsylvania, as you mentioned, big proponent of cannabis reform and legalization within the state. And in fact, he is authoring a bipartisan bill to pass cannabis legalization in Pennsylvania with Dan Laughlin, who's a Republican, but really reinforces the fact that this is a bipartisan issue. And uh, and this is something that has the most public within the country now in any other issue. The clip we're about to listen to is Senator Street really talking about the ramifications of prohibition and how much money it's costing the taxpayer within Pennsylvania to incarcerate. I think he uses the example of 1,000 inmates for a matter of six months. And so you're going to hear that clip now. Yeah, let me play that. Hang on. If there are 1,000 people who spend six months in jail for cannabis, that's $21,000 times a thousand people is $21 million. You wasted $21 million and their lives were ruined because when they get out, they have a record. Try and get a job and explain, well, the last six months I was in jail. And it becomes very difficult for people to uh, get their lives together. Man, those are the interviews that make you really proud of to be in a podcast. I mean, without podcasts like this one, how do you get that message out? It's really sort of inspiring. It's what you look for, right? It's those little sound bites that really are compelling and it puts the data like, and it, and it kind of makes it real at that point. When you hear that number, you're taken back and it makes you think through a prohibition and what we're wasting our money on really at this point. Oh, I know. And without your platform, that message isn't being heard. I know I get inspired sometimes after we produce a show and I'm like, this is good stuff. People need to hear this. I, I'm sure that is inspiring for you as well. It's very inspiring. That's really the overall goal for, for Cannabinoid Connect is to educate and inform the public regarding the endless benefits of the plant. And we do that by having conversations with the leading experts that are on the front lines that are doing it, whether they come from the science background or if they're from the legal space or the cultivation space or the regulatory space, political space, it doesn't matter. We all need these different purviews and these different lenses of perception in a variety of different ways only helps tell the overall story. 
And you do it in a little bit of longer format. You give the people an opportunity to really get to know the, the guests. And I think it makes a big difference. Like, for instance, with this state senator, that was a really lengthy conversation. And he was able to explain a lot of his positions and why he's taken those positions, which makes a big difference. It, it does. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in organic, authentic conversations. And a lot of the times in the mainstream media, you don't get that because a lot of the the content is cut out, it's contextualized, it's snippets. So the more that you can sit down with someone and have a conversation or at least watch and tune into those conversations, it gives you a better read of that individual so that you can make informed decisions as to what you think about that person, right? Because whether we like it or not, human beings are judgmental by nature, but we should give each other a chance. And I think that podcasts are a great platform to do that because they're so authentic. Well, you're doing a great job doing it. And for anybody that wants to listen or subscribe to Cannabinoid Connect, new episodes air every week, and it's on all the major podcast sites, including PodConnects. I would highly recommend giving it a try because like I said, he's had so many good guests. Kevin, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you so much, Dan. I appreciate and the industry appreciates that all you do, man. So keep up the great work and we'll have you back on Cannabinoid Connect real soon. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.